Welcome to Deborah Hart from the Consumer Advocacy Council. Welcome to the Kaka. Great to see you, Deborah. Tell me all about the Consumer Advocacy Council. I know some people have have heard that something was brewing (laughs) and there was something to do with the electricity price review, but could you paint the picture, give us the background of, of... what the yeah. uh, council um, does the and what you're up to. Consumer Advocacy Council comes out of the Electricity Price Review, which reported back in 2019. And it, its first recommendation was for the Consumer Advocacy Council to be established. It said that there was a real power imbalance um, with um, in, in, when dealing with the electricity sector that small consumers, both domestic uh, electricity consumers and small business electricity consumers, uh, found it really difficult to have their voice heard um, because of the complexity of electricity and a whole range of other issues as well. So our role um, is to advocate on behalf of residential and, and small business electricity consumers by providing evidence-based advocacy on policy and um, um, regulatory cons- consultations uh, and in decision-making processes. Uh, so that's us in a nutshell, really. And one of the things you wanted to do was work out how people are feeling and thinking and 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 doing around uh, electricity as consumers, as customers. You've commissioned a survey from Cantar. Could you tell us about... Uh, you're thinking on how the survey was put together, uh, when, and uh, what really sort of results cru- you got back. It's crucial to the Consumer Advocacy Council that in advocating for consumers, we we know what they want and need. Uh, and so we've been doing quite a bit of research. And this is the first sentiment survey, both uh, surveying uh, residential and small businesses separately. It was carried out in December of last year, and I want you to hold that thought in, in your head because it's it's critical to to some of the results that we have that we have seen. Please tell us in that survey, both small businesses and and residential consumers, that affordability is the absolute key concern, and that's closely followed by resilience. Um, they want to make sure that the electricity system is resilient. Um, so those are the major uh, concerns in relation to affordability. 69% of residents and 57% of small businesses were concerned that electricity would become unaffordable for some over the next 10 years. Uh, and 52% of residents and 39% of small businesses thought that they were worried that electricity would be unaffordable for them in the next uh, 10 years. Uh, so really, some very deeply held concerns there about uh, what is an essential service. In relation to resilience, in December, uh, they were telling us that they were concerned, uh, nearly 60% of both groups were concerned that the system would not be resilient to power outages caused by storm events in the next 10 years and how right they were. And what did you find about um, stress yeah. uh, with people paying bills? Yeah. The classic energy well, poverty you know, it's, issue. It's, it's really not great. Um, nearly half um, the um, consumers we surveyed found it more difficult to pay their, their electricity bill in the last year. 
Um, so, you know, that really is the cost of living um, crisis um, really um, kicking kicking in, um, you know, in a discernible way. And 10% of uh, residents experienced payment pressures in the last 12 months and were forced to go on prepay electricity or borrow to pay a bill or make some special arrangements with their retailer because of financial hardship. So the survey also found a third of people felt that prices were not fair and um, were a problem, too high. Uh, What's your view on how the industry is performing around value for money, uh, whether or not they are getting a fair deal or whether the companies have managed to uh, tip the balance in their uh, favour and yep. and enable to increase their profits. Well, the first thing to say prices. about we're not um, altogether convinced that prices are where they they should be. Uh, we think that um, we need to be moving very quickly, as quickly as we can, to renewables, which are cheaper. We're concerned that the price of electricity is often set by the costly. Um, costly coal on the wholesale market, um, bumping up the the wholesale price of, of all electricity. And we're very concerned that consumers are finding uh, it more difficult to buy their electricity. Um, so really, the ball is in the court of the electricity sector, the regulators and the government, because this is an essential service. But as an essential service, it's something That's you right. can't avoid uh, avoid buying. And you could argue, if you were a ruthless capitalist, that it's exactly the sort of service that you want to be selling because people have no choice but to buy it. And um, particularly when there are only four or five very large providers with the balance sheets able to um, add new supply and also deal with the ups and downs in financial and uh, um, electricity markets that um, there have been concerns over the last decade or so that these gin tailors, as they're called, have managed to increase their profit margins and increase uh, their profits um, at the expense of uh, increasing prices for consumers and as well as uh, transfer uh, a previous subsidy for businesses um, back into higher prices for consumers. What's what's your view on on uh, on how you could measure that well, and whether it, it's true? It, or not? it is true, and we need we need uh, the electricity uh, sector to really reconsider their policies on investment in renewables and their policies on on what they pay to shareholders, their dividend policies. And really, so that's on one hand, so that they can can behave well. Uh, On the other hand, you know, if, if we find that they are not behaving well, then we need our regulators and our government to to step in. And we were very pleased to see the Electricity Authority step in uh, over large contracts uh, and to say to TY Point, uh, 
No, you're not going to make the kinds of deals that you have made in the past that mean that you get really cheap electricity and consumers um, pay uh, pay the price of that or subsidise the price of your electricity. That's what we would expect of our regulator to ensure that there is a fair deal for small consumers. Now, the Gentailers come back and say, well, look how incredibly competitive the market is. Uh, um, but it's interesting, the survey results have come back showing that uh, only 15% have changed provider or plan in the last year. Um, there were 46% who were thinking about it but didn't actually change in the end. And a full 42% who had not either looked at changing or change. There seems to be this sort of hard rump of a good 40, 50% of people yep. who have just said, oh, this is too hard. I can't um, go through with this, despite, you know, lots of work being done on creating markets and information and comparison it's not tools. I mean, how enough. competitive is this market? Um, and it's not easy to switch. It's um, There's all kinds of problems, and the council is working on just one part of it. Uh, we hear from consumers that they find it very difficult to understand what plan they're on, to be able to put it into the power switch site uh, easily. There's not a consistent look to bills that say, well, your plan is in the top right-hand corner of, your, of every bill, or that you can scan in a barcode that puts in all the information into, into a site, um, into the power switch site. And there should be. It should be really easy for consumers to uh, put in their information, to input their information into the site and for it to give you the kind of information that you need to be able to know if you're on the right plan or not. Uh, so that's so that's just one of the problems. Uh, there are other problems with um, bundling. Uh, it's really hard. If you're bundling your gas, your electricity and your internet um, to change, it, it's you're, you know, it's really difficult because there's three things that you're changing. And for most of us, it makes us really sticky customers. We don't want to really put um, the, the energy into working out if we are getting something fair and they're moving, you know, all of that, uh, all of those, you know, essential services. Uh, so that makes it very hard. And also you cannot put those kinds of um, bundled plans easily into a site like PowerSwitch. So very difficult to compare and contrast. How do you think the Commerce Commission and the Electricity Authority have approached this whole issue of bundling, which you're right, has there's been a yep. significant expansion in recent years. Uh, a couple of the retailers have really gone yep. hard on it, particularly with broadband, but as you say, also with gas. And the the classic um, uh, anti-monopoly policy yep. is to be very wary of uh, bundling. That plus um, what is uh, colloquially, called, colloquially <laughs> called confusion marketing uh, is a, a, the two things, bundling yeah. and confusion marketing, are a great way to... Uh, make your uh, make it really hard for people to leave or to compare to leave, and essentially you you lock in yep. higher profits than would otherwise be the case. Um, so, 
are our competition authorities doing enough on this? Uh, And good on them. Uh, We want them to have a look at bundling and see if it's, uh, you know, if if there's an issue there. There certainly is an issue there in relation to how how difficult it is to compare and contrast. Um, So, you know, let's let's see. We'll be very interested in that. Um, Bernard, I also want to come back to the competition question in relation to the independent retailers. They're in a very hard place. And we have lost lots of independent retailers because they just can't compete. So this idea that it's a highly competitive market and the market will provide... Um, yes and no. Yes, there's competition and at the Consumer Advocacy Council. We tell people, have a look around. Make sure you're on the best plan. Put, you know, Do take the effort to put your um, plan into the power switch site because you could be saving a lot of, a lot of money. Um, but that's, that's, that's what consumers can do and they should do. Um, but we do need to ensure that independent retailers who are coming into the market can actually stay in the market, that they're not crushed. That market structure yep. has been something looked at for a long time. We have prevented lines companies from mm-hmm. selling electricity retail, uh, and uh, we have looked at whether the so-called wholesale market for electricity should be separated from retail, which would essentially mean structural separation of the big gentailers at the moment, a sort of telecom into spark and chorus, but for electricity. Uh, What's your view on uh, whether or not those structural elements around allowing lines companies to sell electricity and um, allowing the gentailers to continue to straddle both wholesale uh, and retail. We don't have a specific continue. view on, on it, but uh, you'd have to say to the retailers, if, if there's a continuation of consumers not having confidence in them that they are going to be able to deliver uh, fair pricing and affordable pricing into the into the future, then that will put pressure on the government to to move. They need to to do um, the work that they should do uh, to if they want to continue under the same framework. Deborah Hart from the Consumer Advocacy Council. Thank you very much for being on the Kaka.